0: This podcast is part of the Michigan Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Go to Michigan Sports and for more great podcasts. La, 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 la. Welcome to the Skeptical Skeptics Podcast. I'm your host, RJ Metzger. And I'm Rachel Metzger. And we're on episode 18. So in two weeks, we're going to have our JFK special where we have Mike and Mark on from Massive Late Fee, um, which we get guested on their podcast. And they're actually part of our podcast network, um, which you hear the little bump for at the beginning of the episode. So make sure to check them out. Uh, it'll be a fun episode. We talk about some of the popular theories and some definitely not popular theories that I'd never heard of, but it's very fun. So new swag showing up in the next couple days, (laughs) if it looks good, unlike previous swag, old swag was not great. (laughs) Old swag had no swag. Uh, In fact, if you walked around in that old swag, you would have negative swag, I think. Oh, for sure. Your swag points would go down. Way down. I
1: was wearing it and my swag points went down and I don't even have any swag points.
0: Yeah, but it took it anyway. Yeah. The vacuum of swag. Yes. But new swag mayhaps. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but if it does look good, look out on our social media. I'll post a link to the store. And also, I mean, you could just pretend that you're going to buy something, which, by the way, when I ask for like comments and feedback, and uh, eventually when we have like Patreon and stuff, I want to be total, like full disclosure here. I have never once <laughs> tweeted or like commented on or rated my favorite podcasts until I owned like a podcast, right? Had you?
1: No, no, I don't rate
0: them. No, yeah. So, like, as consumers, we are what the majority of you guys are. But also, I do remember every podcast asking me to do the things I didn't do.
1: And that's the part I would normally... Fast forward through or be like, OK, the episode's done. So true.
0: Stop listening. Like even. Uh, I don't think I've ever
1: finished a single episode. Right. Like if you look at my episodes, it's always like two There's minutes a chunk
0: left. left. Yeah. So like uh, even on like the Adventure Zone and uh, what's the other one? My brother, do? my yeah, brother, and my bam me, bam, bam. Uh, they make their commercials like really funny all the time. And I still skip the money zone every time. Every so. single
1: time. It's just like automatic, like 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Right. Um, until it's over.
0: So I say all that to say this. I get it at the same time. Going to ask you guys to follow don't us on. Like us. Yeah. Uh, follow us on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Now we're live on the gram. Oh, snap. Which I think two weeks ago I said, I have no idea how Instagram works.
1: Yeah. RJ is somehow younger than me and yet somehow so, so much older than Here, me. Here's the thing
0: you don't get, babe. It's because we got together, what, two months after we met?
1: Something like that. What do yeah. you think
0: social media is for? For guys, mostly. <laughs> I guess. Still, I had no reason to get on the gram. I ain't looking at anyone. You're on Facebook and you're on Twitter. I but how active am how active am I on anything?
1: You're active on Twitter. Twitter for what? Football. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You think I'm following their Instagram? Look, I'm not saying that like you should have
0: an Instagram. I'm just saying Instagram is really simple <laughs> and like not hard to follow. No, no, but that's the thing. It's so simple, like I, that. I don't understand what benefit it has over Twitter other than hot people, it's I guess. It's literally that you don't have to listen to people's opinions. But you're just looking it at hot people. It takes Facebook,
1: no, not your friends. It takes Facebook, but it takes away all the dumb, stupid opinions that everyone has and all the uh, like, I want to argue, I want to argue. And it's literally just, hey, look at this cool
0: picture I took. Look at this cute right, picture. Because I'm at Disneyland or whatever. Okay. Yes. That makes sense now. All right. I get the gram. I do. OK. Anyway, so, so old. I say all that to say this. We're on Instagram at Skepskepod Pod everywhere. Shocking. Shocker. Uh, but it was available. So that's nice. Um, and we will have a Patreon account. The reason why I have not. So it does exist. You could find us probably at SkepSetpod. Skep and I am like a 99 sure. Um it, it does exist. But I haven't put it out there yet because one of the benefits is in regards to swag. And if the swag don't look good, I got to change that. Benefit. Yeah, no, we're not going <laughs> to so, put that on there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, look out for that. Uh, fun times on the show. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like it's a good time to have a show.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like, we're having fun times. Why well, do you say weird stuff? With
0: the show. Are you denying it?
1: I'm not denying it. I just don't know why I, it needed to be said.
0: Nothing needed. Especially to, this in that whole exact moment. Show, <laughs> this whole show is not needing to be said. <laughs> None of this.
1: Um, I mean, you're not wrong. You're just also not right.
0: Oh, so some people did reach out on social media and say they like the little life updates we give. Like when we make fun of Cole. Oh, so poor baby, uh, three year old pooped in the potty Woohoo! sterling
1: two times in a row.
0: Yeah. And what he's up? pumped about it
1: because he hits candy. Training. I don't there. I would honestly <laughs> rather deal with a child in diapers until they're five. Right. Than potty train. It's the worst experience of my life, possibly.
0: It's horrible. Uh, Dealing
1: with some underwear with a whole lot of poo in it is my nightmare. Yep. And then like, how do you get it off? Huh? Cuz if you drag it down their legs, guess what happens?
0: The first step is crying. Of course. Like every article I've looked up on how to clean poop out of pants starts with, well, have a healthy cry first. Um yeah, the best so that happens.
1: he Sterling is an extremely active young man. So, when these this, these things happen, it does not deter him from running and jumping and sitting. And doing whatever else fun things he likes to do when there's not poop in his pants. Yep. So when you're trying to get them off, he decides it's a really good time to jump up and down. Or to try to like reach and grab something. Or to try to run away from you. So the likelihood of you getting poop on you, I would say about an 80% chance.
0: And you can tell who's dealt with more poop lately. Uh, cause this was yes. supposed to be just a funny, like five second, but not like a, I could go not on your thesis. I could go on. <laughs> okay. Uh, newborn smiling a lot lately, uh, laughed at our dog. That was freaking precious. It was, um, dogs doesn't, doesn't enjoy newborn. sleep. Yeah.
1: Except, except for during the day. I think day sleep is amazing. Yeah.
0: He's a lot like his dad night sleep. He's not so sure. All right. So weird fact of the week.
1: The weird fact of the week is that when monkeys were taught the concept of money, it resulted in the first recorded incident of monkey prostitution, which I would like to talk about the word first in there.
0: Monkey prostitution?
1: No, first. First? That means there was more.
0: Well, oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They kept recording. That means that
1: that was only the first time it happened. It had to have happened again for the word
0: first to be in there. So... In other words, you're saying if you don't think humans came from monkeys, then don't add us.
1: I'm also saying <laughs> monkeys continue to use prostitution to get sure.
0: money. Like dolphins do gangbangs. All right. Hey, it's true. I don't need to think about the most precious things in the sea doing that. Okay. They're, they're clearly, that's why they're not the most precious things in the sea. They're still Nothing the most that precious things in the most be. All right. Yeah, agree don't to disagree.
1: What else is, pre- what's more precious in the ocean? What's more precious? Yeah.
0: Uh, I can think of at least three things right now. Go
1: right ahead. Turtle. Turtle. Turtles are not precious.
0: Yes, they are. No, they're quite literally, literally precious. No,
1: they're not. precious. They're also, like
0: nearly extinct.
1: Especially not the big ones.
0: Uh, they're next, scary. That one little fish that likes to get pet. I forget what type it is, but that's awesome. Mm. It likes to be picked up and not thrown in touched. cuter than dolphins. Way cuter. No. Interactive. Dolphins are super interactive. They want to oh, surf with you. The little uh, stingrays that don't sting, but do wave and want to get pet. What up? Cute, not as cute as dolphins. Yep. No. Nope. Top three. They don't gangbang. Any of those you three. We don't know that. No, you I have do no idea know if that's that. true. Biology says.
1: You're making that up.
0: I'm not. It is true. Anyway.
1: Anywho, my story this week is going to be about a vampire in a cemetery.
0: Which. I was excited about and then she was like, no, it's a stupid story. And then I was like, oh, that's lame. And then she goes, no, it's actually a good story. And so I am on my own, the literal edge of my seat because as a master showman, she has not given up what this story is going to be like at all.
1: I don't I don't like to I don't like to show my cards in the beginning like you
0: do. Um, my story.
1: Uh, He's about to tell us the whole story and this is one little excerpt. No, I'm
0: just going to literally go into the story. Yeah. Uh, oh, that could have been the joke was if I did the whole thing. And said So that's what my story's about Oh that would've been a good one No They would not have followed I would've no, I thought that 20 was 20 minutes Anyway Um I'm gonna just talk about like science And some of the like annoying I mean not annoying Creepy things Although some people probably thought These were annoying But the creepy things science has done So for instance Like the Stanford Prison Experiment And stuff like that The reason why I didn't want to do A whole episode on one of those We could later But it was just I feel like they've been talked about a lot So I, I thought I'd group them together Um So Let's start with a fun one and then get into the dirty. Um, I hope you're
1: not about to say the Stanford Prison Experiment (laughs) is a fun one.
0: Right, it is the fun. No, it's not a fun one. Uh, A physicist, Dr. Ronald, uh, my phone cut off his name, Ronald (laughs) Mallet. He uh, thinks that he figured out time travel. It's actually a really interesting concept. So. Looking at a graphic here that seems super scientific, uh, he wants to make a light beam that he warps into a loop. And in so doing, uses the gravitational pull of it to warp space time along with this very powerful light beam. Okay. And he does one loop and one end and one loop on the other. And inside of that space time would be. Uh, time would be wrapped up as well, like a burrito, and then if you walk in at one end of this light burrito and walk (laughs) down to the other end of the light burrito, uh, you will have traversed backwards in time.
1: I'm assuming this has never been actually tested or if it has it hasn't worked.
0: So here's the deal.
1: (laughs) can no one wait wait can no one find him no no because that would be amazing no, he's around he's trying to get that this, would mean it works he's
0: trying to do this uh no 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 he would be in the burrito see that's the thing about the burrito you, can it, you get back out yeah you walk out outside of the burrito so like it doesn't really create any paradoxes which is why people think this might actually work so because when you walk into this time burrito um there's only one you still you literally pop out Okay, let's think of it as a, a real physical burrito, right? When you're in the burrito, you are not also out of the burrito. You see me walking in rice and guacamole. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the, the rice and the guacamole, that is the uh, moment in time that you're trying to traverse. But the thing is, the only, the only time you can then exist in is the front and the rear of the burrito. You can't go kill Hitler because he's not in the burrito as well. Does that make sense? So, like, let's say... Let's say this. If I'm in one end of the burrito, and while the burrito is being made around me, I'm doing things like throwing a ball and doing this and doing that and whatever. And then the burrito is captured on the other end, and this time I spent in the burrito is being wrapped up. Then when someone else enters the burrito, they would be able to traverse backwards through me doing all this stuff. But everywhere else, time continued on. This is making me hungry. I like burritos. Um, I'm going to post the picture.
1: I need to confess something. Hmm. Never in a time in my life that I've read anything or seen anything about time travel. Has it made any sense to me? Not Ever? Once. Not a single time.
0: What, what's the part that... So all, all of, of it. All of it. The whole idea
1: doesn't make any sense. Why? It's nonsense, mostly. That's why. It's not real. And it, it's all theories. And the theories make my brain go mushy. Your explanation actually made me understand it less.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, moving on. Please do. This so isn't going to get better. It's probably not going to work. But go you, Ronald. Um, Sounds like a big waste of time, next. Ron. Next. So next we have the um, good old CIA well CIA US government prior to CIA probably being named 1932
1: Yeah the CIA came happened like <laughs> way after that well right? no hold
0: on but this is between 1932 and 1972 the oh, US yeah, that's public a long health time. service con- conducted a clinical study um where they took uh, syphilis-infected African-American farmers from Tuskegee, Alabama, and uh, around 399 of these people were recruited into oh a free gosh. treatment program with air quotes. You've never heard of the Tuskegee syphilis thing? You've never heard of this? I don't think so. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I thought you had. Sorry. Um, so I didn't, like, build it up. But anyway, so 399 people I'm went just, into like, this free treatment. i shocked that
1: 399 people all living in the same city who have syphilis fair
0: yeah It's a lot of people to have one <laughs> std like goodness well, i mean it spreads
1: I, I get it
0: but that's insane <laughs> but anyway so uh they were actually denied penicillin because they wanted to find out what the disease would do if untreated so the u.s hey, government murdered quite a few people Dude, doing back this then,
1: people could do some real sketchy stuff with research <laughs> stuff. yeah
0: so this is one of the main ones that uh like conspiracy theorists grab onto because it's, well, if they were capable of this, I don't care if they say they've changed that, that shows a lot. Right. That's true. Um, but yeah, so they grab onto it. It's another one that, uh, you know, racial activists actually grab onto as well. Understandably. Why were they black? It's because probably dehumanized. Right. So, um, so yeah, and it's a big one. It's a big deal.
1: Well, and like back, I mean, back in the olden times, um, there were all kinds of like research studies that were done where, you didn't have to, or like they would sign waivers that weren't real or they would say they were going to do one thing when they actually mm-hmm. did something else. And there was like nothing you could do about it. Like whatever you signed right. basically said, I can do whatever I want with your body. Yep. And they did all kinds of messed up stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really bad. So another one, uh, in the 1960s and actually I tweeted out something related to this because they've refined this. So, uh, which I'll explain in a minute, but in the 1960s, Yale university professor, Jose Delgado, uh, was really like, bent on trying to find a way to control the human brain. Uh and so he invented the stimosever, stimokiver, stimosever. stimo-sever. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. Stimo-sever. Stimo-sever. Seaver, definitely. Sure. Um which is a radio that was able to control human behavior. Um, so it was initially tested and proved And this, there's like famous like pictures and I think even a video of this. So I can post that later as well of a bull charging at him full stop. And then he presses a button, the bull stops. So, um, Later on, they uh, put it into a woman's brain, which caused her. Oh my gosh! Well, yeah, and it caused her massive erotic stimulation. I don't know if that was by <laughs> choice, uh, okay. and she she lost some motor skills from this. Uh, she was always adjusting the amplitude dial uh, like constantly, which gave her an ulcer on her finger because like she couldn't not adjust it. Um, I feel massive. I should say erotic stimulation, erotic stimulation, putting the word massive in front of it automatically
1: makes that sound extremely unpleasant, even
0: worse. Yeah. And removes all scientific credibility as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, so even though it's a huge behavioral control, like breakthrough, obviously, a lot of people are like, it's not cool.
1: Also, yeah, you know, we probably shouldn't have. To. Ways to control humans brains. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Not ideal. So that's the one that uh, I posted on social media was, uh, they actually put one into rats recently. Uh, I think it was Norwegian scientists where, uh, based on one signal. Oh no, no, no. They linked it to a human, not implanted, but like wearing a band. Okay. And when the human thought move, right arm, rat turned right, move left arm, rat turned left. So they were able to navigate the rat through a maze visually. By thinking right arm, okay, left arm, but what arm, if right that arm? was
1: the world's biggest coincidence? Like, what if that, <laughs> nat, that
0: rat is just, like,
1: real good at mazes? Like, he walk in, the, and he's like, oh, yes, but this But the human is was stuff. too embarrassed
0: to be like, oh, I said left, but I actually meant right. Yeah,
1: like, or like whenever you do Rock, Paper, Scissors, but you change it really fast right before.
0: Yep, cheating out. rats. Yeah, yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Because you do it all I have the time. Never done that. When you cheat.
1: He's a sore loser. I always win it's at not rock paper true. scissors. Uh, right now.
0: Live. <laughs> right <laughs> now. Best two out of three three out of five. No, no one does <laughs> two out of five. <laughs> we'll two do two out of three. three. Ready? Rock,
1: paper, scissors, shoot. I win one. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, you win! Oh, one. I win. At one. Rock, paper,
0: scissors. Why am I doing it? because you're cheating. <laughs> she no, was doing I was it. was not cheating? <laughs> you had, it She had. She had all three symbols out on at once. <laughs> no, it was I didn't. Schrodinger's rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> no, I started
1: doing saying rock, paper, scissors
0: with scissors out. I was going like <laughs> whatever. This. Yeah, it was. It was horrifying.
1: Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I win. Dang it. For the show. He cheated.
0: <laughs> I did not. Anyway. Also, that was ridiculous. That was riveting. And, uh, oh, if we had a YouTube it's channel. It's not riveting
1: at all. People can't see it. it. It's an audio video. It's just, it's just me yelling rock, paper, scissors, shoot over and over again.
0: <laughs> I'll cut it. Oh my I'll make it sound like it was shorter. Anyway, I win, though. The victory will definitely be maintained. No, he didn't. He cheated. That makes me so mad. <laughs> it's just not true, but they won't know. Well, that's what you said about me. There's no video proof. Um, anyway, so. so so, you know what, actually, in the vein of doing stuff that's not cool, nah, I'll just go down the list. Anyway, All right. so here's another one. In 2005, 2005s. Uh, 2005's <sighs> why is that plural? Uh, in 2005, scientists at the Salk Institute for Biological Sciences in La Jolla, California were on a mission to prove that they could put a human brain in a different species and oh, no. also... They were also interested in proving the effectiveness of stem cell research that they were doing. So they wanted to grow a human brain inside of a rat. And they did. So, Why are we so mean to rats? Like, when was the moment that we said, hmm, I want to do
1: all these experiments on an animal. What animal should I choose? The ugliest one? Yes.
0: I don't know. But then there's also like a bunch of like, literally, like the... Synonym for this is guinea pig. So
1: I know. But every time you hear about it, you don't hear about guinea pigs. You hear about
0: rats. That's true. Or monkeys for some reason. Because they're close to us.
1: Well, yeah, but no, I mean, with other not not always with stuff that like applies to that.
0: I don't know. Anyway, um, so they actually were able to do it. So inside of these rats are either they're either super smart. Like human type rats. (laughs) Mm hmm. Like they're they're in a rat's body, going like, "What is my purpose Aww, in life?" Oh, that must
1: be sad. Yeah.
0: Um, or they're like rodent people, but I mean they're definitely crab people. These are human crab people. <laughs> crab people. Um, Tastes but, like crab. Look talk like, like people. Oh, talk like, talk people, like people. That's it. Um, but yeah, so this is this one's sad. That is but, really sad. But it didn't prove that it works. So you're like sitting
1: there, like contemplating the meaning of life and you're a little like running in
0: your little what's it called? Wheel. Yeah. I mean, they're a rat. So and then dying after only being alive for like three years. Yeah. So sad. there was this one emperor named Frederick the second. So this is old science, old school science with the help of a ruthless Italian monk, which, you know, every good <laughs> evil dude has one of those. OK, uh, did experiments, which loose experiments, air quotes, Uh, That ranged from detaining a man in a barrel with a tiny hole to see if his soul escaped. Oh, my gosh. uh, To disemboweling people that he just fed just to see who digested food quicker. Um, Whoa. But his most infamous quest, the one he's most known for, is trying to find the, quote, language of God by completely separating two infants at birth um, from all people. So...
1: Oh, that's so sad. Yeah.
0: So he presumed that... they did, like, the
1: same kind of thing in... uh Nazi concentration camps. Yeah. They took uh, mm-hmm. Jewish babies and did that.
0: Yeah, they did. So he presumed that without interaction, the two would learn to speak that language, uh, which would also be, quote, the language of Adam and Eve, unquote. Uh, unsurprisingly, the experiments were all a total, total failure, and the infants in particular acted like insane savages. Shocker. Uh, and they both eventually died in horrible conditions. So, yeah, forget that guy. So then there's Ear Mouse. Um, Wait,
1: hold on. I want to talk about something. What? I feel like that guy is like, you know how we all have like our curiosity, right? Of like, I wonder how this works. Or I wonder if you did this, what would happen? Yeah. He's the one that's
0: like, I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to do it. He's like, psychopath. Yeah. And everyone's like. Please. No, Don't no, no. Don't do it. And then he's like, I have this crazy Italian monk. But he's like, but, he's like, but for science. <sighs> science so back then, you could just say anything was for science and just do whatever the hell you wanted. Mm,
1: I think in some aspects, that lasted for a
0: long time. No, nah, it did. I mean... Literally 40 years ago, they were killing black people with syphilis. So there you go. <sighs> Just
1: to see how it, went, how it went.
0: Yeah, this is not ideal. Anyway, so there's your Mouse uh, on a lighter note. So, <laughs> your Mouse, uh, his picture went viral, and everyone was like, science gone too far um, because he's a little dude with human ears, a little uh, mouse dude.
1: Oh, like a little uh, dude with <laughs> human ears. I was like, um,
0: No, he's a little uh, hairless mouse that had human ears. So, essentially, what the reason for that was is. They were building, which they've done like with livers now and stuff, but were essentially you were like 3D printing stuff mm-hmm. uh, and they 3D printed a live ear. But what they needed was for the ear to get circulation from something that wouldn't infect it with. It's um, the best way to put this with their immune system, like they needed to keep it neutral. Right. Um, And these particular mice don't have an immune system, but they do have uh, vasculature. So. Right. They put this ear on the mouse, uh, to, and the mouse like took care of the ear because he <laughs> thought it was his, uh, and then they were able to transplant this ear. But anyway, so yeah, Ear Mouse. Um, a lot of people don't like him. Well, they don't like... It's not him. That's a poor little mouse. Like, not, we don't like you. Yeah, it's not his personality. It's, Screw you, it's, Ear what Mouse. what we did to him. Um, we also have reanimated dead hearts, so... That's cool. Uh, researchers in California California were able to successfully transplant dead, non-beating hearts into young baboons. Each of the subjects did eventually die, but it was still interesting. All right. And then the heavy stuff.
1: Oh, because we haven't already talked about some of that?
0: Yeah, we've got some, well, more heavy stuff. So um, and then we'll go back light because I just found out I have another one. But anyway, so the good old Stanford prison experiments, right? Good times. So this one you do know about, which is good. So there are a couple follow ups, Follow ups. Mm hmm. Hmm. Not ideal. OK, so let's start actually instead with the Milgram shock experiment. So the Stanford prison experiments are probably more well known, but the shock experiment is the one where oh, I know um, that I know that, yep, one too. They had volunteers come in. Um, they said that. By pressing a button, they'd be delivering a shock from 15 volts to a fatal 450 volts to a test subject. Now, what they didn't know is the test subject in the other room were actually actors or actresses. Um, And every time the person pressed the button, they knew what severity to pretend um, all the way up to death or severe injury. Mm -hmm. And at the prompting of a doctor, which actually, depending on where you read this, from what I saw, I read that they never even said they were a doctor. They were just a person in a lab coat. So lab coat syndrome. Um, prompted them saying, like, you have to do this. It's for science. You signed up to do this. Um, And just with those prompts, not even like physical harm or whatever. These people killed other human beings in their own mind. Right. Um, And they actually went on to say that they were later traumatized for life, life, discovering what they were capable of. Um, So the thing about these shock experiments is that uh, one, I mean, and of course, it's widely used to show what we're all capable of in the right circumstances. It's also talked about in the sense of like, that the right quote unquote right circumstances don't even have to be that severe, severe. Yeah. And, um, I mean, honestly, it just shows that, but also I've heard it. And this is like the most convincing thing for me that we live in a matrix and a bunch of people are just (laughs) freaking, uh, what's it called pawns? Because holy hell, (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't care if a doctor tells me to, I really don't think I'd kill somebody. Wait,
1: What was that show we watched? Yes.
0: So that's what I was going to say. So there was a show. And if you guys are interested in it, it's on Netflix. Um, and I knew to look it up and I freaking didn't because I'm so dumb. Just look it up right now. I am. Hang on. It's called The Push by Darren Brown. Uh, and it's kind of like a documentary, but it's actually really shot. Interestingly, so they uh, the subject of the documentary is chosen based off. Of, like they did a susceptibility test um, to pick the person, probably because they put so much resources into this. They didn't want it to be a fail year.
1: Well, they don't want it to be boring. Um, right. It has to be interesting. It's a TV show. Right.
0: And uh They so over the course of like an evening, not even a long period of time, they try to convince these subjects to commit murder. Um, Now, it's very elaborate how do they do this? Because they try to you know ratchet up the tension um, and make it believable to the test subjects. But spoiler alert! Seriously, pause it if you're going to watch it. Pause this podcast now. Skip literally thirty seconds from this moment.
1: What is the point of that? Don't do this part.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, some people do some things. (laughs) Well, Uh, okay. All right, fine. No spoiler. Anticlimactic. I mean, you kind of already
1: did. If some people do some things, what everyone knows what those things are.
0: No, but I was gonna. Uh, anyway, check it out. It's interesting, but it's, it's based off this but experiment. But also, hey,
1: maybe if you want to be like ignorant to the bad things of the world, <sighs> and you want to turn a blind eye yes. to how horrible human beings are,
0: just don't. So yeah, it's been used to like say a bunch of people are pawns. They suck. Whatever. Anyway, so follow that up with the uh, Stanford Prisoner Experiment. So Stanford, you know, the school, made an, or funded an experiment where a psychologist took 24 undergrads and assigned them as roles, to roles as either prisoners or guards in a mock prison on campus. After just a few days, a third of the guards exhibited sadistic tendencies like beatings and stuff like that. And two prisoners had to be removed early due to emotional trauma. The whole experiment only lasted six of the planned 14 days. Which shows that when given just a little bit of authority and a little bit of a green light, we're horrible people. So that one has been equated to how the Nazi regime and many other similar regimes, but spe- specifically Nazis, could get perfectly normal people to do horrible things.
1: It reminds me of um oh no that book, you know the Kid Island book.
0: Oh, Lord of the Flies.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of Lord
0: of the Flies. Yep. Well, that one is at least dire circumstances, not just a green light to do it, though. I think that's the thing, too, because like Lord of the Flies was. And, and I think that's the thing that everyone could reconcile was, well, given the proper circumstances, anybody could, you know, for instance, the Donner Party, right. like eat, eat each other right. or whatever. But this is like, no, literally all you have to be given is someone doesn't matter who I saying it also, it's OK. It
1: also could easily be a um, a look into the whole group mentality
0: Because I'm sure it starts with one. So that's another interesting part. So the follow up to all those uh, actually took in took place in between the two. So uh, the shock experiment was in the 60s prison. uh, Stanford prison experiment was in the 70s. This was in 1966 because a lot of the. Um, pushback to the shock experiment was, well, the people might not have actually known the consequences of their actions, Um, even though they like knew that the switch was turned to, quote unquote, fatal or whatever, they still might not be able to put it together. Um, So they did it with nurses and 21 out of the 22 still performed the injection that they knew was lethal just because their doctor told them to do it. So um, that was their pushback to unknowing. No, people will just do this. Uh, So, in good news, if you want to start a gang, turns out you can grab anybody, and they'll be your gang members.
1: That like doesn't only scare me about the world; it kind of scares me a little about me. I don't know. Because yeah. I really want to believe in that situation. I'd be like one of the tw- the 22nd nurse, right? Who's like, no, I won't do it. Yeah,
0: the one that was but like, there's screw a chance you, I'm going to go.
1: I would be part of the 21. I don't know. Yeah. I'd like to believe I wouldn't.
0: There's a huge chance, it turns out. But anyway, so check out that documentary. It's a good one. Um, and it's interesting. I mean, it literally was riveting start to finish. So check it out. Uh, what else do I got here? Only a couple more. Um, oh yeah. So there was a rat that, uh, they hooked up intravenously. It's an old rat. They hooked up intravenously to a young rat and the old rat started having rejuvenated uh brain function and muscles. So Aww, that's cute. Vampirism might be worth doing. Um, and actually the people that did this are now looking into doing, uh, just regenerative blood transfusions for hmm. human beings so yeah. essentially any movie you saw where like vampirism becomes huge that's what's happening with these people
1: uh or like um what's her name that queen that bloody mary yeah that bathed yeah. in her that would kill her
0: well people say that uh
1: maids and stuff and bathe in their old, blood
0: good old well, we have English listeners, so don't want to. But we've said some no, crazy stuff. She's
1: part of the reptile people, they believe. Well, they
0: think that, but they she's
1: eat, no. And that's part of it, that she eats peep, that she's a cannibal. Yeah. yeah. And that's I how she that stays. As one of our posts,
0: if you actually read it. No, I did. I saw it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Anyway, that's pretty much all the good ones. Um, I mean, all I have, the good ones. Those uh, were you know some really I mean? terrible, interesting ones. ones. Um. So, yeah, that's what's uh, good old. Science is up to. Oh, I have one more. Uh, they're making robo rats and cyber beetles that have like implants in them. So that they become uh, remote controlled and uh, governments are actually looking into using these as their new wave of surveillance because it works. Um, they can make eyes that essentially are cameras and they can control the way these things move. So.
1: Wouldn't it suck though if you like got a beetle and you put the little camera in his eyes and stuff, and then like he just like got squashed? Well, no, no, no. that's not what I'm talking about. The part where like you control what he does like stop yeah. working, and so then uh, you just have to like look through the eyes of a beetle for a long time <laughs> and hope that he beetle. eventually like goes to the right place. Well, and you're just like, oh
0: The CIA did that with cats, and then like after like the eighth cat got hit by a car, they quit. Oh, sad. Yeah. We're kitties. Well, they weren't controlled. They were just cats. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah. So science messed up. Governments messed up. Uh, Pretty classic. Things we all already knew. Yeah, classic for this podcast. So
1: today I'm talking about the Highgate Vampire. So this all started in the Highgate Cemetery, which is located in London, England. Um, It was on Halloween night of 1968 that some teenagers were seen to be spotted in the Highgate Cemetery at nighttime when they're not supposed to be there, right? And everyone decided that they were in the occult. This is what I read. I am. I'm. They were like known occultists. What I guess. This? I don't know.
0: 1968. Oh, 1968. Mm-hmm. I guess back then, if a teenager was doing anything, I guess it could have been occult activity. Yeah, that,
1: it also could have been assumed. Like, well, why are you in a cemetery at night? You must be in an occult. Yeah. Not saying they weren't. Just saying, I don't know if there's official proof of this. I looked, didn't find any. So uh, there was then there there was a report the next day on the news, and it said. On the night of Halloween, 1968, a graveyard desecration by persons unknown occurred at Highgate Cemetery in London. These persons arranged flowers taken from graves in circular patterns with arrows of blooms pointing to a new grave, which was uncovered. A coffin was opened and the body inside. Oh, well, that's why they thought they were the cult. Disturbed. Yes. But their most macabre act was driving an iron stake in the form of a cross through the lid and into the breast of the corpse. So there's your answer. They were killing a vampire. They were doing some freaky stuff. I love it.
0: So, yeah, that was Halloween night of 1968. Wait, they were killing a vampire in the most, like, non-killing-a-vampire way ever. Why? It's iron. You're not supposed to do that. It's freaking wood. Everyone knows. Yeah, they're not good at this. No, they're terrible people.
1: So, on February 6th... it was just a
0: regular stabbing.
1: I mean, it was a stake in the form of a cross. Oh, yeah. stuck through its heart. It's It's pretty serious. I mean... Um, so on February 6th of 1970, so this was like two years later, a man named David Ferrant wrote into the local newspaper stating that on December 24th of 1969, he had passed by the cemetery and seen a quote unquote gray figure that he considered to be supernatural. Several people were. He, and then he kind of like put on there like, has anybody else seen this in the cemetery?
0: Uh, so it was like, a, what's it called? Face? What's the Facebook thing you do? Where everyone's like, teenager? Freaking, turning off Christmas lights. What is it? Oh no, it's the
1: next door app. Yeah, so
0: this we have is an, a 1960s have, version of next door. Yeah, we
1: have an app for our neighborhood, and our neighborhood. Can like literally one time someone was like, people are going around unplugging our Christmas lights. These almost vandals caught them. almost got them. I was dying. Anyways, so yeah, this is next door except in 1970. Several people replied, stating that they'd seen ghosts there, which were described as a tall man in a hat, a spectral cyclist, a woman in white. A face glaring through the bars of a gate, a figure wading into a pond, a pale gliding form, bells ringing, and voices calling. So, you know, normal cemetery stuff.
0: Well, the cyclist, that's pretty interesting. That would be a strange thing to see. Yeah, we yeah. agree.
1: A phantom cyclist. But nothing to, like, I don't
0: know. Immediately, all I picture fair, like, is the witch and uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not the music. I totally nope. <laughs> I don't know the music.
1: Ferrent, like, he literally just said, like, a gray figure. So for like, they're like, yeah, I saw something weird, but like he didn't give a very good
0: description. Yeah, it's true.
1: So then to this same newspaper, a man named Shan, Shan. Mm-mm.
0: What is his name? Hold on. Let me guess. Shaka Khan. No, Chad.
1: No, Chad. Why are you saying weird names? Well, what is Shan? Sean. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> like your first response is Shaka Khan. And then, and then whatever else you just said, that was not even a real name. Shad,
0: it's a type of fish. It's a bait fish.
1: So to the same newspaper, a man named Sean Manchester wrote in uh, after reading Farron's Post, he said it was believed that back in medieval times, a quote unquote, King Vampire of the Undead. Um, he was a nobleman, a nobleman who practiced black magic, was brought to England after he died and buried on the site that was now the Highgate Cemetery. God dang.
0: Who that's knows where cool. Manchester
1: gets this information from, but that's what he claimed. So uh, he also well, claimed. He's clearly
0: like a watcher from Buffy.
1: Yeah. So, he, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he also claimed uh, that these Satan worshiping teenagers had roused him from
0: his deep sleep. But it was really Buffy.
1: I mean, Buffy in the
0: 70s. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: So then the next day. In every day, generation there the next, is a slayer. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what then a terrible TV show.
1: Are you gonna let me finish this? I'm or sorry,
0: what? I got Buffy on my mind.
1: So then the next day, Ferrant wrote back to the paper claiming he saw dead foxes in the cemetery, which apparently he thought was odd because there was no outward sign of how they died. Like it was just a bunch of dead foxes, but not like maimed or attacked or anything. Uh then then there were more reports of dead foxes with their th- throats. Cut and also drained of blood.
0: Oh, so these ones had the signs. Yes.
1: Uh, Others wrote in reporting that they saw this vampire saying he was seven to eight feet tall
0: with bright red eyes,
1: with bright red eyes, a gaunt face, pale skin and who wore a black cloak. So, you know, classic vampire. Well, yeah. So this story started to spread around in the area and it soon became a competition competition between ferron and manchester over who could kill <laughs> the vampire first okay nice so uh, Man- manchester announced his associates that on the 13th of march in 1970 he would be having an official vampire hunt and invited anyone who wanted to come uh he also did an interview about it so hey, it became
0: give me pause for a second i would so be on that hunt i'm sure you would if that was on next door app i'd be out there right <sighs> now
1: So it became a big it was like a big thing. So cops actually showed up because they were doing it in at night when no one's allowed in the cemetery. Right. So cops like showed up to defend it. There was the the news, uh, the newspaper showed up to like write things about it. They did all these kind of things. And apparently uh, hundreds of quote unquote hunters swarmed the cemetery, climbing over the walls, fighting the cops and attacking the locked gate to try to get in let me in let me in it was like it was like a legit mob to come kill this (laughs) fictional vampire that no one's seen insane this is so good can you imagine having that much time on your hands like this just feels like those old like old-timey movies where like everyone shows up with their like flames and pitchforks to like go kill the monster yeah but like there's no actual proof of the monster no it's like shrek but there's not a real shrek
0: it's so good
1: So, uh, later Manchester wrote a book and in the book, he wrote about the experience that night where he claimed that, uh, he and a few of his friends actually made it into the cemetery without being spotted by finding some like messed up part of the fence and getting in. Um, they broke into a catacomb that Manchester believed was where the vampire was. He believed this because he claimed a sleepwalking psychic girl led him to it.
0: Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I would trust Mm -hmm. that.
1: Um, they couldn't get in. They couldn't, like, break in. They couldn't. But apparently there was, like, a hole in the catacomb at the top. So they all, like, dropped into the catacomb. And there was just a bunch of, like, empty coffins in it. So they put a bunch of garlic in there and spread holy water around it. Well,
0: I mean, that and is they unsettling. A like, uh,
1: check. Done with the vampire.
0: Yeah, they so didn't do their job. But. He also
1: claimed three years later he discovered the corpse of the vampire in a cell- the cellar of an empty house and staked and burned it.
0: You can't do that to corpses?
1: It just, this it isn't just, the 1700s. You're just this is the you're just 1970s. Corpses. And like, what what made you decide this is the vampire?
0: Right. This is the 1970s, not the 1870s mm-hmm. or 1770s. No, this is the 19. It's not okay. So wait, we're supposed to believe that these people like knew what an automobile was, <laughs> but we're out like desecrating. Freaking graves! Graves because they believed of and vampires in corpses. It and corpses. having
1: a sleepwalking psychic girl.
0: Yeah, and having a competition to kill.
1: Which? What exactly <sighs> is a sleepwalking psychic girl?
0: A little psychic girl walks up to you says, "I'm a, I'm a psychic," and they're sleepwalking. I'm asleep. Yeah, or is it like I'm only psychic?
1: Out. I'm only psychic when I sleep. So just wait until I sleep, and then
0: I'll take you there. Maybe, or they're just so psychic all the time that she just happened to be asleep this time.
1: Why was he with the? So, Sleepwalking psychic girl though. So many questions, place. babe. So um this is one's this might be my favorite part of this whole thing. Okay. So in April of 1973, there were rumors Ferret and Manchester would have a quote unquote magician's duel. <laughs> but it never happened. What is a magician's duel? What is it? I don't know. I want to see one so bad. Like, is it just like I can do better card tricks than you can?
0: You know what it'd be. I hope this exists somewhere on the internet, but if you remove all the special effects from a Harry Potter movie, <laughs> that's what it probably like just waving sticks at each other. Oh, I love it so much.
1: So the least surprising thing of this story, Ferrant got arrested in nineteen seventy four for damaging memorials and interfering with dead remains yeah, yeah. in high uh-huh. <laughs> Yep.
0: Okay, so it is the nineteen seventies. Thank God. <laughs> finally. It took a long time. It was just
1: four years of them messing around with the cemetery before <laughs> someone was finally like, I'm done with this guy.
0: Maybe his arrest is what got in the way of the magician's duel.
1: Maybe. Uh, the Highgate Vampire is still regularly featured in books and internet sites about occult subjects. So it's, like, widely known even though there's, like, no actual any kind of proof. It's just two dudes talking and then deciding to fight about literally you know, nothing. You the deal,
0: though. Like, let's say Buffy was real. This is exactly how we would talk about Giles.
1: I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, Manchester and Ferentz feud is still alive and well today. What? Mm-hmm.
0: The dudes are alive?
1: They both claim to be exorcists, which no, uh, with no actual, like, you know yeah. anything yeah. for that yeah uh, and researchers of all things paranormal while denying the other one's expertise
0: okay guys so follow our new social media accounts <laughs> uh magicians duel <laughs> must happen on twitter and facebook I'll, i will uh i demand they must do this oh and we'll also start a petition on petition.org It it needs to happen. Uh, I'm Literally, I might do this.
1: Um, And then they also have both written like a few books about this and spoken repeatedly about the events that took place at Highgate, emphasizing their own role while while completely excluding the others. They Uh don't even talk about each other. You
0: know what's funny is real scientists do this too, which is pretty great. Yeah,
1: they literally just say this is exactly what happened minus anything. So I wonder what Ferent says, though. Like this mob happened without Manchester at all because he's the one that led the whole thing. Anyways, so it's literally like... I don't know. I feel like talking about like um, lizard man of the swamp, you know, yeah, and things like that. Like it's fueled by someone like claiming to see something that must be a giant lizard man thing, like or like Bigfoot sightings, right? As people actually seeing Bigfoot. This all started with like one guy saying he saw a gray figure. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. Like I saw a weird gray figure, and then other people being like, oh yeah, I saw. A phantom cyclist in a cemetery, which like if you're ever going to see ghosts anywhere, I feel like a cemetery is it. And that somehow turned into there's a vampire because some dude named Manchester decided. I think it
0: really started with it was probably Manchester or Farron, but somebody broke into a cemetery and stabbed an iron cross or some (laughs) poor corpse. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it really started. That was those kids. They say it was kids. It was probably some weird dork. Yeah, that's true
1: whatever his name is. Maybe they like, actually, it's one of those where they actually like, we're in on this together and they're like, I want to make a bunch of money on this. And I also really like desecrating dead bodies. So right. how can we do, how can we take those two things and put them together? Let's make use profit. our imagination. And they did imagination. it. Imagination. They freaking did it. They did it. They're they did it. it. Did it. Then they're, they're like, well, the no, dream. now. Jeez. Still no Magician's Duel, right, if you guys
0: want to talk to us on social media about this Magician's Duel, we're using hashtag live in the dream. <laughs> I'm joking, but seriously, look on this. I might I might make a petition. I want this magician's duel to happen. I
1: mean, everyone does. Sheer
0: entertainment value. That would be amazing. We Facebook live it.
1: I mean, we'd have to go to England, most I, likely. Done.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll buy a plane ticket. I love England. I think it's a very cool place We've to go You've literally never been there. No, I'm saying like, I would like to go, but I will go <laughs> if this magician's duel I would happening. literally like
1: buy a super expensive plane ticket fly the whatever it is 12 hours be there for like a hot minute just to watch Turn that around. happen and then yeah. go home yeah I would i'd do be it. sad about it just because i want to see more but i'd do it it'd be I worth would it. it
0: yeah i'd be like man i wish we could have more time but <laughs> i would still do it i just want to know how this magician just duel ends how do you decide who wins uh, someone's got to drop dead it has to be a magician's <laughs> duel to the death you know what the thing is too back in the olden days like a magician's duel was really i'm gonna put a bunch of lead in his food like that's oh, that's yeah. called poison right but that was magic back then
1: hey so remember, a simple time. remember at the beginning how i said it's not good but it's good mm-hmm. you know now
0: i know that was the perfect description yeah i just didn't know
1: like the actual like folklore and story is complete complete it's bungus, and utter crap yeah but the, the story is still good is extremely entertaining i love that so you're welcome that no, was great the only thing I i didn't give you as a magician's stool, and I'm sorry about that. That's OK. We'll make swag about it. it. Yeah, only if it's good swag. So far, our swag has been okay, swagless. Look. You need to tie swag.
0: You hey, back off this next one. in. want me to post in. the pictures? No, the you next want people one. To see it? <laughs> no, only after the next one comes in. <laughs> OK, then. When the next one comes in, they'll be happy. Oh, Everyone like will those be Those ones are bad, too. Paul don't you talk crap, too? No. He knows. He's like, I've seen mom wear that shirt. It's not good. So, this has been another episode of Skeptical Skeptics. And we hope you had fun with that one. I did. I was also simultaneously the most awake I've ever been for one of these shows. Um, Same. Same, same. Yeah. Uh, So, hopefully the energy... Did not become too much. No, are you like, who are these people? They sound, they <laughs> rock, sound paper, so scissors. normal. Like yeah. they sound so awakened when
1: you're used to us like half dead <laughs> talking like literally half asleep.
0: But uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the the energy was was masterable vis-a-vis uh, rock, rock, paper, scissors tournament. Which RJ cheated in. I did not. I won fair and square. He cheated. If that was our magician's duel. No. No. And I won. And it, yeah. The magic was you cheated. I, all right. Whatever. Call it what you want. Either which way, I won. Rock, paper, scissors, fair and square. Whatever, you're wa- waving scissors at me. <laughs> <laughs> this is one where I wish there was a video game. It was like subliminal messaging. All right, so um, we're still going to do the ghost hunt. We accepted the challenge. Eventually. It I is hella out, cold outside. But it is really cold. We got this weird, frostbitten, uh Global warming, am I right? Uh, okay, let's not even... <laughs> Because here's the thing they they don't know what they don't know. Yours. I firmly believe in global warming. It was but a see, joke. Now we now we just ostracize the other half of the audience. It was a joke. Why do we have to talk about it at
1: all? I'm not saying I'm against people who don't. I'm saying I do. I'm allowed to voice my beliefs. That's not ostracizing people. That's
0: just saying where I stand. Fair enough. All right, if you want to talk to talk to us about uh, magicians duels, paper rock scissors, or never, no rock paper scissors, paper rock scissors is not a thing. Gosh. Or for all my people from the West, it's paper rock scissors. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Someone made a map on rock, who calls paper no, scissors. Here's the thing. Here's what we all agree with. Up in Wisconsin, no, where they call her scissors you paper definitely, rock. Definitely, or, or we you, all hate them. Or Rochambeau. Rochambeau.
1: Who calls it that? I
0: don't know. Where are we even going? Are we children uh,
1: in the 1800s?
0: <laughs> playing with <the> a <laughs> stick and a can. Um, yeah, I was a late bloomer. Um, anyway, the... What are we talking about? Let's mm. go. This is too much. Oh, yeah. So we're going to do a ghost hunt once it's warm. Uh, no. Yep. And then... No. Yep. And then we'll also do... Uh, what's it called? We'll stream... I mean, do videos for some of these episodes.
1: Hey, yeah. I wanted to ask if we were going to do YouTube videos, would you want it to just be like our normal episode, but we do YouTube, like we do a video. Would you want it to be like a, like rant, a video about something else? Like you, you could do like Like a a short or like a Q and a, um, or like anything. I, I mean, like it could be. Whatever. I mean, yep. it could be a listener story episode. It just, do you want it to be different? Do you want it to be basically the same as this, just us talking to a camera? I can't promise. I'm very good in front of cameras. I get
0: I'm kind of awkward. I think probably we'd we'll we'll just try all the above see what what works. Because we could just most you know, of these ask. people won't tell we'll make a poll. us. They're not going to tell us. Whoa! Why are you being mean to our people? No, I'm saying they're not going to tell us the same way. I don't believe, tell people. I
1: believe that you will. They won't. Don't listen, RJ. He's a they, naysayer. Out of, all right, it's I, time for a magician's duel. <laughs> shiddly-doo, shiddly-doo. Why does your magic
0: say shittily do? Because it's only one
1: out. That What's got, yours? That got weird. Mine's silent. I don't need music. Music? Yeah. Mine wasn't music. Yours was definitely music. <laughs> shittily do? You make shittily do, shittily do. Yours was music. <laughs> ah,
0: no. That was just
1: like ever <laughs> You know, no, it wasn't because Abracadabra is just words. Yours had but music. They go like, Yours abra-cadabra. Was, abracadabra. They don't. <laughs> yeah, they do. Should they do? Okay, no. Whatever. I've never heard Voldemort <laughs> saying Avada Kedavra. Avada
0: Kedavra. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is stupid. Okay,
1: Uh we yep. seriously we need to leave. Have We're good, taking way too much time. Good week, everybody. Later. Bye. Bye.